Yikes. There's no need to be afraid because it's it's just the truth. I like <laughs> dying with stuff on my list because <laughs> is that your like, life why. goal is to die with things on your list? Because I think it's funny to like uh, to like without being a dick, you get to screw people over, right? <laughs> like what? you don't have to be a jerk about it. You don't have to like intentionally be like, oh, I'm not going to do that thing for you, but you're dead. So you get to not do that thing for that person. Like someone's been know. waiting 60 years for you to do something for them. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what, what thing do you have envisioned on your list, Vinny? That's going to be this one thing that you're just like, yeah, I totally spited that guy on your deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, here's the thing about Vinny's list though, is that Vinny is the most like amazing to-do list er. And especially if it's something for someone else, I'm like, I feel like you'd put off your own to-do list yeah. versus put off something for that you're doing for somebody else. Are you Maybe saying- it's also like sp- spiting the activity. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to clean the kitchen. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to die like- with a dirty kitchen. Yeah, like- <laughs> I didn't funny. have to in the long run. Like- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to clean the cat's litter box ever again. In love, in love with movies, in love, 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 movies. Ooh. Was that a bop or what? That was beautiful. It slaps. Oh my gosh, who's that hot young singer? Yeah, on the track. Yeah. Oh my god. You might have seen her before on uh, Mint's stage. Pop um, star. Karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> Stop talking about that. It's triggering. Welcome, movie lovers. I'm Danny, and I'm Nick, and this is in love with movies. Wait, isn't there a button for that? There's no air horn like the one that you want. No. Whoa! That was actually really good. <laughs> that is an excellent opportunity for us to introduce our guests. Wow, that air horn you just heard <laughs> happened to be our guest for today. There's some funny people. Uh, we like them. We enjoy them. They make us tee-hee-hee. Also, one of them is my coach. I don't know whether that, that was a question. <laughs> is he though? <laughs> uh, we have Vinny and Tara. You pressed the button and nothing happened. That's because I meant to. Uh, there we go. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you both for coming. Um, wow. Who are you? <laughs> Do you want to just. <laughs> That's that's a deep philosophical question. Actually, yeah. it, there's nothing. We want you to get really. Who are you? Yeah, we were talking about <laughs> death and the. <laughs> I'm just someone you know existing on the plane before death. <laughs> that's uh, really it, aren't we? All? And I just have a lot of things I need to do for people. I'm hoping to die before I have to complete it. <laughs> well, that's been our show. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Good start. Good start. Ah, but uh, Finny. Tara, do you want to introduce yourselves just as individual human beings and um, how we know each other? And then as a couple, I just woke up from a nap, guys. My brain ain't turned on. <laughs> let's, start with, let's start with how, how, how do we know you? Let's go there. Yeah, first. how you know us. How does one really know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think, uh, I mean, unless I'm forgetting, I mean, anything pre-pandemic, bets get sort of off, but 
unless we met in some way before that we know each other through comedy sports mm-hmm. uh your local uh comedy played as a sport not about sports uh, <laughs> <laughs> in various different ways and uh uh yeah just through being involved in various ways through that organization that's sort of how we met and then of course obviously danny and i got a lot closer because we were uh working on the same team I am said aforementioned coach. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but that's the like raw data. So what does that put us at? Like a couple years? Yeah. Three, three years now? Four, three, three years? Three, yeah. And Tara. Next year's your senior year. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Comedy sports, senior year. Mm. Aww, <laughs> I love that. What <laughs> that show. Um, called it TM. I got it. I'm going to produce that show. Okay. All right. Okay. And then Tara came with Vinny, but also was in comedy sports. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Also comedy sports. Yay. Also comedy sports. Tara, I don't know if we met before. Were you in Mint? I was. What seasons were you in? What were the numbers back in the day? 2018? Um, so, the, so 15 was the last season at um, uh, MCL, and then 16 was the first season at The Annoyance. I think I was... 2018, 2019. Yeah, it was right right before pandemic, but you did it a couple of years. Yeah. So it was probably like... Those are the annoying ones. It jumps real quick. There were a few a year. I don't think we crossed over, Hmm. but we're still of the same blood, you know? (laughs) You got the same alma mater, the the same uh, history of comedy. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in the Chicago comedy scene uh, is incestuous in some way. (laughs) Very much. On that yeah. thing, uh, why don't we talk about why the two of you are on here together and oh, give yeah. us a little bit of speaking of incestuous comedy. Speaking comedy. of incest, speaking of incest, this are we is both? what is wrong with this podcast today? <laughs> Death. We saw each other across the table. Existential at the family dread. Reunion. <laughs> a spark flew. <laughs> this is why I do love always having it just yes anded it. Didn't matter where it went, yes anded it. <laughs> so, anyways, how, uh, how you guys know each other? We're dating friends. Do you kiss? And we live in the same house. You guys Ooh. wow, you live in the same house and you kiss sometimes? Easily Gross. for the first year of our relationship, Tara referred to me as her roommate. No, one uh, time. <laughs> one time. <laughs> one time as a joke. Somebody asked, somebody in comedy sports asked, are you guys dating? And I was like, yeah, this is my roommate. <laughs> One time. And ever since then, Vinny's like, I'm just your roommate. It hurts so bad. It hurts so One bad. One time I, I ran into another comedy friend and like who had never met Vinny before. And my brain was like, what do I say for what Vinny is to me? Because it's not just boyfriend. And... <laughs> Aww. I like, I didn't, my brain was like, what do I say? And I was like, this is Vinny, my lover wow. <laughs> so. i mean you're not wrong i think tara yeah. just has trouble describing relationships <laughs> that's what i've learned this is my good best boyfriend i will and- settle for boyfriend girlfriend whether that is all that we are to <laughs> I'll, I'll settle for it because it makes sense to the average <laughs> Um, this is my Costco partner. <laughs> that too. Wow. That should. That's its own separate line. I mean, that's deeper. This is that's... my cat's stepdad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your cat's stepdad. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. If she had the cat beforehand. Yeah. yeah. She had the cat I, before. Yeah. I feel like if you brought a cat stepdad. into our relationship, I would have to be stepdad. I that's would not true. Have to be dad. And then they would yell at you, "You're not my real dad." 
Yeah. Is that what happens, Vinny? Do they, does she uh, say? Times. She's pretty, she likes me a lot. Like sometimes <laughs> yeah. too much. <laughs> I think. She's just such a friendly baby. Mm-hmm. Her name is I think Tiny. she's fully, fully committed to calling this stepdad dad. Oh, um, that's so, so. sweet. Um, so let's rewind. <laughs> How did you guys yeah. uh, become roommates? <laughs> where did all of this start? Yeah, where, where, we, did you, where did you cross the line into lover? Exactly. I want to know that. <laughs> we were both in a, in a musical, a comedy musical. Yeah. And then we were also, Vinny had just got cast on uh, Comedy Sports Ensemble. So we met, we had known each other, like, not really through as friends or anything, just like in passing a bit before that from being in similar circles. And so like knew who each other was. And then we were both in a mutual friend asked us to do this musical and we played dancing dildos. And, uh, Pause. What's the uh, rating on this show? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're explicit. You can say okay. dildo. Dildo's okay. definitely allowed. Great. We, so the, the, the musical is actually really cool. It was sort of a like uh, a take on the Disney princess story, but more um, more dildos. Like, it's about the well. It was about the like sexual freedom and like, like revolution, and it's very feminist and very awesome. And cool. Mitch McConnell was a villain. Kind I of, played. Um, <laughs> he Mitch played. McConnell. He played like the evil, evil um, uh, stepdad. Like stepdad the, situation. Yeah. I was the wow. queen. Um, you know, there was so that basically it was Princess Adira and her sidekick slash mentor figure is is a dildo, and then. Um, you know, shenanigans happen. We were dancing mushrooms. We, we were, were dancing, dancing dildos. We had dildos on our foreheads. Very, very exciting. Was a troll, so. I think. But wow. we fell deeply in love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you say no to the giant dildo on, your, I was just gonna on say, a pretty girl's head? You saw uh, the wobbling rubber on her forehead. Yes, it was a gigantic, like, forearm size. <laughs> it was abs- comically large. Like, it passed the point of like, oh, that's a big dildo. Just like, <laughs> what the hell? That's huge. Um, it was very funny and very silly. And so, yeah, we just bonded over the show, a showmance. Um, but uh, I, I don't know, really found that we had a lot in common and a lot of uh, like, I don't know, so you're cute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, looks helps in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tara, did Vinny have a mustache at this point? Yeah, he oh, was okay. born with a mustache. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening and not watching, uh, find Vinny on any platform. <laughs> Check out his stash. It's, it's pretty iconic. It's there. Yeah, I've had just, I've had a mustache on and off since 2010. Wow. 20, 2009, maybe. I've had like a beard and like a goatee at various points throughout that, but um, I pretty much the mustache that whole time. Someone posted so. a video, I mean, a picture of you for your birthday, your 30th birthday, and you did yeah. not have anything on your face. And I threw my phone. <laughs> I was like, who this? <laughs> Completely baby, different baby. person. Little uh, me. <laughs> so, anyways, back to dildos. So, was it like right after that show that you all were like, "You are my lover," <laughs> or like, how did all of this yeah, did get you become started? Roommates as soon as the One show the, ended, <laughs> there was a lot of like, we're you know, cast party or like hanging out or rehearsing or we're taking the same train back or whatever. A lot of that, a lot of like walking together, hanging out, talking. One day we were getting like Chinese food as a cast, and I got oh, yeah. a fortune cookie that said 
Pete's happiness is right next to you. And Vinny was sitting right next. He was the only person sitting next to me. And I was like, I just got chills. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, and then so there was a night where we were it was like 2 a.m. We were leaving. We were we lived close to each other, not as close to each other as I said we did, because uh, I'd always be like, oh, I'll, like, I'll walk you to your house. And then I'm like, like 10 minutes away. And it's more like 40 minutes away. But that was I didn't. I don't want to like, you know, make it a big deal. Or I didn't want to go like the way I wanted to go the long way. Yeah. Uh, so we were to splitting a lift. You're allowed to want to walk her home. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then Tara would be like, well, you're so far. And I'm like, no, I'm like 10 minutes. And then one time she walked to my house from her place. I was like, this was not 10 minutes. <laughs> I was like, oh no, my secret. But we were in the car and it was like 2 a.m. So I'm like already half asleep. And I had mentioned that I am, which is still true. I'm really bad about remembering to eat during the day. Like I'll have breakfast in the morning and then I'll just go about my day and forget until I'm ravenously hungry at night. (laughs) So I said something about like, I always forget to eat. And you said something like, well, I was, I, I was trying to be smooth uh, and I'm not. And I, (laughs) I was like, oh, well, if you need to remember to have a meal, we could have a meal together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, got it? Okay, here's my stuff. Bye. Because to be fair, the tone that she just gave to you was the tone of it in yeah. the car. <laughs> so it didn't read to me like being asked out. Um, <laughs> so then the next day I was like, look, and oh, and then it, the next day also happened to be Valentine's Day. So I was like, you know what? Swing for the fence or don't swing at all. And I said, look, I know it's Valentine's Day and I know that can be weird and wonky. But like, do you want to go out? I think I actually, actually had a date idea, but it, the, it didn't work. Uh, but it, like the timing wasn't right or whatever. But anyway, I asked her out and she said, yes. Apparently you threw your phone. Um, <laughs> you made people throw their phones so much <laughs> i know it's it's a habit of mine um but yeah so and i remember i was at the gym i was like you know what this is a good time to do this i'll send the text at the gym your endorphins uh, were pumping you're like oh, i got this well because then i was like if i don't get a response right away i i'll be in the middle of something and it won't like, hit me real i won't be sitting there just like no response no response. I'll be like, well, screw idea. it. I got to do this set anyway. So, yeah. like, I think that was my thinking. And then you said, but, ee! and then you, you grab your phone. Wait, did you send the text and then throw your phone or throw your phone and then send the text? Good question. First, I, I think I threw my phone. And then I think I was like, <laughs> uh, just like, yes, but I have more to say, but just yes for your own sanity, basically. Oh, yeah. I got to. <laughs> Like, like almost immediate, because it was a it was a hefty text. It was like, hey, you know, like, yada yada. I like a you. statement of purpose. A statement of purpose. Yeah. <laughs> also, it wasn't just like, statement. hey, let's go to dinner tomorrow, even though it's Valentine's Day. It was like, because. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I had a three pronged thesis statement and everything. It said, "I will elaborate with body paragraphs." Except, uh, uh, but. Yeah. So yeah, right away I got like a pretty quick like the answer is yes. I have more to say, but I don't want to leave you hanging with three dots. So then I was like, all right, and then I worked out hard as hell. Uh, He's like, I'm gonna get swole. Yeah, like fueled on the the, the success. Um, yeah, and then 
yeah so then we became date mates or whatever <laughs> uh, all various things uh our relationship has been described as by date i love vocabulary date mates <laughs> That's so cute. And so ever since that first date, you kind of were just hooked on each other and haven't looked back. Yeah. I mean, well, this was also uh, February of 2020. Sure. To be clear. Rough timing. (laughs) Yeah. So we had had like an awesome, uh, you know, flirty month in January. Started going out in February. Had like a kick-ass month and then the world just exploded. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But... uh, that there were pros and cons to that like there was some fun about like pretty much any time if we were like oh do you want to go do this or like do you want to go to the park or do you want to come over or whatever we made a decision right away like okay well we'll quarantine you know together like we'll see each other we'll make that part of the circle so there was some fun aspects to that even <laughs> though yeah it did suck that we couldn't just go to dinner and see a movie <laughs> For the first year of dating, Vinny, I remember, would tell people, like, I just can't wait to take Tara to the movies one day. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So then important question. What was the first movie that you went to go see in theaters together? It was probably The Music Box. Or. Solid choice. Solid choice. We so we are Music Box members over quarantine. We would like get popcorn. Oh from yeah, because they did like a dinner date deal where they'd give you a giant bag of popcorn, like a like a laundry bag of popcorn, yeah. <laughs> and and it'd come with like two boxes of candy and either soda or beer or wine because uh-huh. it was the only thing they could do over quarantine. And you, they gave you a couple options too. You could watch your own movie, or they would uh, they give you like streaming to new movies. It's cool. like some, yeah. but it's the music box. So sometimes it was like, here's a really avant garde thing. Would you like to add that? To you? We'd be like, we'll just watch you know, Peter Pan or whatever. <laughs> like, we're, we're good. Peter we'll watch anything else other than that. Thank you. Uh, but sometimes it would, I think we did it once because it was like something fun and we were like, oh, sure, we can stream that. Uh, we saw a movie like, I'm looking at my Google calendar in <laughs> theater. We just like went to a movie. On um, June 8th, 9.30 p.m. Cinema Podiso. Which was fun. <laughs> was that the first one? It it might have been June 2021. Sounds like the first the beginning, the of, beginning going of going outside. outside. That's when the vax so it might came have been. out. Yeah. Um, so you were date mates. When did you guys end up moving in together? Because that's hard to like. It's was it a still during pandemic yeah. times? It was still it was during the pandemic. 2020. 2020. 2020. Was it still 2020? We've been so uh, my uh, of course in the pandemic. My landlord decides. You know what? We're gonna jack your rent. <sighs> Um, and I was like, okay, so I need to move. Sounds good. Um, and I, I didn't have a job. I didn't have, uh, I was not having any luck finding a job. Um, so I was like, I have to move. So that was already kind of known like April, May, 2020. I was like, well, I'm going to have to move in the fall. Um, and Tara's roommate was moving out and uh, trying to find a, I, I would say me trying to find an apartment was significantly easier than Tara trying to find a roommate. Yeah, uh, in COVID. Well, in I, COVID. Yeah, right. I like did interviews and I was like just making myself anxious. Yeah, and it was hard to like meet. You couldn't meet people because right. this was right. like literally peak like time. So it was really hard. Uh, so we had a long conversation about it. Talked to all our friends. 
and our moms. <laughs> and we're like, I think, you know what? Like, I think we should do this and I think it'll be okay. Um, I, I, if you haven't been able to tell from listening thus far, I approach things far too logically and with very little emotion and heart. Uh, I made, I made a, li- a list of questions that I <laughs> made us talk through. Yes, yes. So I was like, but it was everything that we need to know to make sure that we're okay. And yeah. we like set up, you know, we just, we talked about it a lot extensively over like about two weeks. And then we were like, okay, like, I think we can do this. Um, which again, like swing, make the big swing or don't swing at all. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we've lived together ever since. So obviously something's going on. So what is an uh, example of one of the questions, Tara? Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, some of them were like, I, you know, I did all the research of like what to, what you, what conversations do you need to have before you live with a significant other? Like, what are things that you should think about? And so some of them were like business, like, what do we do if we break up? Like, how, like, do, are we purchasing things together? Are we like, uh, you know, how do groceries, what's our plan for groceries? Like sure. how, blah, 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 that sure. kind of thing. Yeah. Very, every detail. Yeah. Uh, there was, a, uh, there was such a good one. It was like, what is your, there was something about like, how do you respond to your need for alone time or whatever? Uh, mm-hmm. And like, or, or like what system should we put in place so that, you know, if one of us needs that, we can set that up. Um, which was that, which I was like, yeah, cool. Like, cause I'd lived alone at that point for like six, seven years. So it was a, a big change for me to go back to living with other people. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and especially when you can't, technically get alone time because you're not supposed to leave your house right (laughs) like yeah so you know so it's a sweet little two bed which means if we're in a fight we can go to two different beds there you go (laughs) (laughs) or if we just want to watch two different shows but at the same time we can go to two different rooms that's That's usually what it is yeah it sounds like it worked out really well that was smart of you guys because obviously i mean i i've heard the pandemic either Made or break, broke. Yeah, yeah. What am I trying sure. to say? Made broke. or broke. Made or broke <laughs> relationships. Uh, Nick and I had already been together five, six years at that point, right? In sure. Twenty. I don't remember. And it was uh, time is weird. Challenging. <laughs> it was still yeah. like very challenging for us, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It definitely had that. I mean, I think it. What was cool was like it it forced us to confront things at a earlier stage in the relationship. But also we got to have the honeymoon phase while we were not working, (laughs) you know, where it's like, let's have a picnic and then walk for four miles. (laughs) I'm so happy. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's fantastic. You got to be together all the time when you actually wanted to be together. Yeah. 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 I didn't always want to be with you all the time at that point. We were way out of our honeymoon phase at that point. <laughs> I love you too. Until your actual honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, I think that it's not, it's not uncommon and it's not surprising, I guess, that it's not uncommon that, that you know, the, the pandemic has been a crucible. And yet, like you said, it either made or broke. And all the people that we've had on our podcast, for example, that, even as we get further and further away from like true 2020 pandemic times, people who met each other at around or during that, it kind of either very quickly did not work (laughs) or they're 
pretty solid uh, in their relationship. And so I'm curious because, and I, and you all don't have to get into this too much if you don't want to, but you kind of talked about how maybe, uh, you know, your partners or like the word boyfriend, girlfriend doesn't seem like enough, your roommates. Uh, is it just that it's titles or is it sort of like you, you all just maybe have a philosophy that you don't want to personally get married, but you know that you're committed to each other for life. What's the deal there? I think part of it is titles. We will one day marriage. Um, <laughs> 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 um, but no, I think it's just like vocabulary. I don't know. Okay. Or, I think the word like girlfriend, boyfriend feels juvenile for sure. what the relationship is. And like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, I agree with that. Like it is a weird shit. Like in high, it feels very like high school. Uh, and when you're, you know, 30, it just seems kind of, it seems weird to be like, this is my girlfriend. You're like, that's weird. And maybe that's because we grew up in a generation where like, if you were 30, you were probably married. Uh-huh. So like for like our parents' generation or whatever, that like that status doesn't, it feels a little wonky. And now that's a significantly more common relationship. People are getting married later or not at all and mm-hmm. staying in sort of a, a committed couple dedicated to each other relationship but not necessarily marriage so i think maybe that's just a, a phrasing um and like oh yeah we've got a neighbor just neighbor yelling, yelling at a dog i was gonna I ask if it was a tv <laughs> on or something yeah, what is <laughs> no this is our neighbor who's full so volume loud. incredible so person um, <laughs> um but want, i think do you want to pause <laughs> no that's fine it's, it's not distracting enough and it like I mean, who knows how long it'll last, right? So (laughs) it'll be constant. Uh, (laughs) Perfect. But yeah, I think it really like the, the titles is a piece of it, but I think it's just uh, finding the right word is tough. And like partner is uh, to an extent, sometimes that word, but partner also has like weird, like cop context or like like, business partner context. (laughs) Or just like, like, I don't want to like claim something from like the gay community that say. is like yeah. a very like this is the only word that for a long time people were allowed to use uh-huh. um, right. like that kind of thing um yeah so when you <laughs> but get partner is also kind of a fun yeah howdy yeah. partner <laughs> um, <laughs> when you eventually marriage as you said Tara uh yes. will you say husband and wife you say that's my husband. Oh, I will say my wife. Yeah, I knew all you were gonna say. That. <laughs> Dude, I do that too. My wife. My wife. It is the be- It is one of the top three reasons. To be <laughs> Legit, it's like the like- tax stuff. Uh, being able to say my wife. <laughs> And love. And then love. And, and love. Yeah, yeah and love. <laughs> That's probably number three for me. But as uh, we were just establishing, the love can be there without the marriage. I yeah. mean, the marriage is really just it's a legal it. contract yes. about it, so. Yeah. <laughs> and you can have a party. It that, is. That, there you go. It's That's a nice it. excuse to get a lot of money. Uh, yeah, get well, a lot of money. You got to pay a lot of money, too. I was going to say. <laughs> but. Vinny's Italian. He's like, I'm Italian. I'm only thinking That's about right. one thing. That's right. You're going to get the envelopes with the and the bags, right? Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we went to a, a, a one of my best friends married a very Italian, a Catazzoni. And we went Whoa. to their Italian wedding. It, my south side came out real bad. And they had um, a wedding singer during dinner. His name was, what was it? I don't, Nino I don't... Pacino. 
Oh my God. Frankie oh Pachanky. <laughs> I mean, it was something <laughs> like that. It was something so like that. <laughs> they also ordered 250 mini cannolis. I didn't get a single one. People were like, oh my God. <laughs> it was the most Italian, like, big, extravagant wedding I've ever been to. It was. Pretty sad oh about God. the cannolis. But they had fun Fetty cake as a wedding cake. So, I mean, if you guys are ever I, thinking yeah. about that stuff, it worked. No, and mini cannolis. I was gonna say definitely mini more of and them Nino Pacino. Than I can get Nino Pacino's uh, contact information for you. Nino Thank Pacino. you, please. Oh, I don't need his contact info. We go way back. <laughs> uh. So, I guess let me ask you guys. You always seem so happy, and you like each other a lot. Um, do you ever like fight about things, and like how do you all navigate those fights? And you don't have to say anything. You can say. Fuck you, Danny. We'll move on. <laughs> Most of our fights are over stupid stuff. I, uh... There's not a... I mean, we don't really fight very much. And, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm When I think of fights, I think of, like, heady school, school arguments and things like this. <laughs> I don't know. And I think of fist fights. Yeah. Uh, so we only get in fist fights on holidays. We really so. tenfold the types of fights you can because have. Because Italian, so. you know. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm definitely, I've noticed I'm a, uh, when I'm mad, I'm, I'm a stomp around banging stuff and kicking stuff and, uh, uh, that sort of thing. So sometimes for me, I think Tara's just like, yeah, you do that for two minutes and then you'll be worn out and then you'll come back and be like, all right, fine. We can talk about whatever it is. (laughs) I just need that cycle of like no i'm gonna kick this thing (laughs) (laughs) all right for a second um but yeah but again most of our fights are over stupid stuff we're like we're uh or their misplaced anger at the state of the world Mm -hmm. yeah that's like yeah yeah, i don't actually care whether we do the dishes tonight or not i'm just actually really pissed because this bullshit happened today Mm -hmm. and in our world yeah. Um, and I've re-put it that way. And so, just, uh, and for me, that's taking the second to go kick some shit and then come back and be like, yeah, I wasn't actually angry about any of that. I, I'm angry about this crap. So I'm sorry. Then, uh, you know, let's figure it out. You know, whatever. Nice. And Tara, how about you? When you get so mad at Uncle Vinny, <laughs> what do you do? I don't know. I'm like, have I ever been mad before? <laughs> I've never seen you not smile. I've <laughs> uh, been mad at you. I can't remember. Your mad is so like lawyer mad. Target's Look very it. like lawyery, where it's like, and let me break down all the little like minutiae about how you're wrong. And I think the problem is that because I've gone and kicked shit, so she's coming at me with this, and I'm like, you're right. Like, yeah. uh, and so it's like. A, a really dissatisfied. If you watched it in a movie, it would be the most dissatisfying argument because <laughs> it's like, let me confront you, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I, you're right. That was stupid, or like whatever. Um, so it's also why we're bad at being competitive because Tara's very competitive, and I'm very like, you can win. It's okay, except uh, for no. Okay, oh, because there's a fight. Yes, no, fight, fight. And he fight, says, fight. oh, you can win every single time we play a board game. Vinny always wins. It's because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care to win, so then you can win. I win. <laughs> That's funny. I totally relate That's with the game. the stupid fights, though. Like truly, yesterday yeah. Nick and I got into a fight because I asked 
I'm going to say this out loud. It's going to sound so dumb. I asked him to look at the ceiling in a wrong way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. The context around that is <laughs> it's so dumb. You guys know our house is falling apart, right? Uh-huh. There was more evidence of that on the ceiling above the shower. And I was like, can you come look at something? And that made him mad the way I said that. You're, play, you're playing me real dirty there, the way you're, you're phrasing this. But uh, I'll let it lie. I will say, because that leads into what is true of that fight, but is also true, I think, of a lot of fights. Is I And I really genuinely, I realize this is like a basic therapeutic thing, psychology, displaced aggression. But Vinny, your point to most fights actually just being about you being angry at something that has nothing to do with what's happening yeah. in the moment with the fight. Yeah. I a thousand percent agree with that. I would say 99 out of a hundred of our fights, there's at least some kernel of truth to that, if not entirely. And the, like yeah. in that example, yeah. you mentioned our house is kind of falling apart. Like just anything <laughs> having to do with the house whatsoever is already going to put me on like edge. And so yeah. You know, yeah. then, then I'm sensitive to how that information was presented to me. So yeah. Like the other day we actually screamed at each other, but not at each other, just like into the universe Mm-hmm. pointing oh, at yeah. each other because our garage burnt down and we were on the yeah. phone with the cops we're in new jersey not yeah. anywhere near and our i was garage. like what's happening and he was like i don't know and yeah. it was like yeah. we were looking at each other screaming yeah but then once we calmed down we we're like that was not at you yeah i understand my bad yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we've had I that think, a couple times where I it's think, like we get really worked up we're like this isn't about you yeah. like i'm just yelling right now this, yeah. that's a me thing that's a Vinny, it's being like, italian i i think like i internalize a lot like if i'm having a feeling <laughs> unless it's like happiness i don't know i'll like internalize it and think about it and sit with it and like Vinny is like i'm gonna like talk about how mad i am like right now like i don't know so it takes like the processing time and the communication of of it is like i think the thing that we bump into the most and it's like I, we've never had like a serious fight like about anything like i don't think there's ever been anything that's like all right this is make or break. Like yeah. it's always something silly. I've never gambled away our entire <laughs> fortune. Uh, um, but I, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but it's like, it's when, if we do get an, I don't know if it, it's usually like an argument about like what the expectation about something that wasn't communicated on your or my behalf. Like, yeah. it's like something that we like, oh, I thought you were going to do this. I or, thought you said you were, or I, or I thought this was what today was, or I thought this was like the plan. And like, it's just like, oh, we just should have communicated. But instead, like, it's like, now we're frustrated. And then like, I think it's like, okay, the frustration can like, that can be a fight. But yeah, it's more like, oh, we just, we both want the same thing. And that's often the end of it is like, we're on the same side and we want the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> This is fine. Yeah. yeah. And this volume is not yelling. It's, you will. It will be a very distinct difference when I tell. I think to me, I'm like, anytime anybody is angry, I'm like, they're yelling. It's yelling. I'm like, I can tell you're mad. And even if you're speaking like this, it means you're yelling. <laughs> so. I feel that. Um, sensitive. <laughs> you are a sensitive soul. <laughs> so on that note, then what advice do you have for other people who are in um insert word various here. stages of relationship <laughs> uh, yeah who are uh, roommates yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> what you gotta tell them for just like about like fights or about just in general Life. how to make how relationship make yeah succeed make it work 
Make it work. Uh, I would say, like, a lot of it, at least for us, like, a lot of our fights come from a place of, like, either not listening or not communicating. Uh, and sometimes, or or having a different style in which we do those things. So uh, learning your partner's uh, style um, of communication so that you can pick up on the difference. And so if you need more specific clarity, uh, because it's not meshing with the way that you want to receive information or the way that you want mm -hmm. to give it yourself, you can sort of find the way, you know, you start to learn, okay, you're going to give me information in this way. And I either have learned to know what that means, or if I don't for this specific instance, I know the way I need to receive information so I can ask you to give it to me in that way. Mm -hmm. um, and I think at least like most of our fights have come about because of misunderstanding on that front. I think it's also fun too. Like, it's not just like, oh, that'll save you from the bad. But I think it to learn the way that someone thinks and communicates and does stuff is like half the joy of being in a, especially a romantic relationship, right? It's it's more fun than just like learning that about your friend. Cause like at the end of the day, you're like, <laughs> well, like I just need to know if we're going to be there at seven or we're going to be there at eight, right? Like, that's, like the, you know, so like it's less fun and important or whatever, but. Uh, especially from someone who you're this deeply invested in, like it, I think is important and fun to learn that about them and to see the way that they're viewing the world and the ways that it Venn diagrams with yours and the ways that it's <laughs> disparate from yours. Yeah. Um, and, and that can be fun. I mean, there's so many things that we're the opposites on and so many things that we're similar on. And it's like, f both of those are super fun to be in and to see and to be like i'm going to share with you you know it's like the movie thing I, i'm going to share with you something that's outside of your realm and i'm going to bring you into mine and it's going to be really cool or like oh my god you love that too amazing we'll do that together like that's so fun Learning. so yeah i think also like the the team thing that i kind of said earlier is like you are on the same team you're both like working toward the same goal i mean depending on what kind of relationship you have like you know hopefully you've expressed your boundaries of what kind of relationship you have like if you've mm -hmm. got future goals together that kind of thing you are on the same team working toward those goals or if your general goal is just like we want to be happy and hanging out like great you're i think anytime anybody is in a fight and they're it's just like i mean okay back to incest like <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm an only child so this is coming from observation <laughs> but i think like a lot of times when siblings fight, uh, it's kind of like they're going to fight, but they're still going to be on. They're still siblings at the end of the day. And if there's, you know, a pizza later, they're going to eat it, you know, <laughs> and like it's like the the world hasn't ended because they've had a fight. And I think on the same level with a relationship is like if you're going to have a fight, like that doesn't mean everything is over. Like mm. that means like you know, it's an opportunity to learn, like you said, but also like, like at the end of the day, you're still on the same team. Like I said, you're gonna, like, you're, you're not actually going against each other. The problem is probably not like the problem is, is usually communication or whatever. <laughs> it's not like inherently the other person is right. evil and bad and everything is terrible. You Otherwise know? you wouldn't be in a relationship with that. Exactly. Problem. Right. <laughs> or you need to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. But. Dang. That was good stuff. Yeah, that, I really like. Well, we, very deep. You gave us time to think yeah. about it, <laughs> uh, Vidya. I really like what you said about. I think a lot of times, 
people can get jaded in relationships and forget that it is supposed to be fun to be with the other person. Um, so just like switching your lens to, to be like, okay, it's really annoying that you're different to, oh, it's fun that you're different. And how do we like work together? And that's really awesome. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you find fun stuff that way. Stuff you'd never find before. You guys are also just fun people, so I imagine that's what your whole relationship same, is like. Same jocks. <laughs> <laughs> same to you, brother. All right. Well, should we let things go for a break then and then come back to talk about the movie? Yeah. What movie are we talking about, guys? Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Could have said it better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. After this commercial break. <laughs> In love with movies. Da, da, da. And we're back. You didn't wait for me. I, you were not ready for it. I was looking at you. And we're back. All right. Okay, now you got to do it without me. There you go. And we're back. <laughs> Vinny? Vinny. Oh, shit. We're back. <laughs> All right, welcome back, movie lovers. Uh, this is the portion of the podcast where we talk about the actual uh, movie that uh, were chosen for us. And today, uh, for those of you who just skipped ahead to this section and maybe didn't for those read of the you title, who don't like love, <laughs> we do have some listeners that intentionally only go to the movie review. I know that for a fact. Um, but we're covering Return of the King, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Oh, cute little kitty. Um, it's a 2003 movie. It was a huge Oscar winner. Lots of people, if you were around uh, when this movie came out, and perhaps since this movie came out, you've probably heard of it one way or t'other. Uh, it is, of course, based upon the writings of J.R.R. Tolkien. It was directed by Peter Jackson. Uh, Peter Jackson. Our cat is over in the other corner of the room also being cute um, <laughs> it's like almost like he thinks he knows there's a cat on the other end uh but it was written and this is i did not necessarily know this it's i didn't realize peter jackson wrote this one of his uh writing partners is his wife and yes. she's a yeah writing partner for a lot of the stuff that he does, does along with a love story it is a love story yes fran walsh okay thank you thank you <laughs> fran walsh is his wife and then they have another philippa Boyens, I think is how that's pronounced, uh, is someone who also yeah. seems to write with them a lot. They were, you know, including uh, King Kong and a bunch of other stuff that's been good and bad uh, for him. <laughs> I feel like the composer deserves a shout out, Howard Shore, because, I mean, come on uh, with this music. Music is one of the 11 Oscars that this movie won. It was nominated for 11 movie or 11 Oscars. It won all 11 Oscars that it wa uh, was nominated for. Uh, that makes it tie uh -huh. with Titanic and Ben-Hur for the most movies any Oscar has ever won. Or any movie. Yeah. Did I, did I say that <laughs> right? Most movies? Anyway. <laughs> People understand what I'm saying. We get it. Uh, we, get it. <laughs> we got you. We got you. I will note that there was not any acting Oscars. I'm sure we will talk a little bit about no. some of that, whether that was good or bad or whether that was fair. Um, but it did win like all the big three, like writing, directing, uh, movie of the year. Bless you. Sorry. Speaking of the actors, uh, it stars Elijah Wood. I know Elijah from North and Sin City. Uh, anybody, you know? He was in other things. Yes, Elijah Wood. Wilfred, dude. Wilfred. Oh, my God, yes. That TV show on uh, FX. I forgot about that. Yes. It was a good one. Wow. I didn't know he did a single uh, other thing. <laughs> uh, he, was, he, he was actually probably the biggest name for this yeah. movie when they first started coming out. Um, at the, yeah, at Danny, the time. Do you, have you seen Over the Garden Wall? No. That? You haven't seen Over the Garden Wall? Yeah. Put it on your list. It's not a movie. It's it's a, a short 
series. Watch it in the fall and it will give you all the fall vibes. The main character is voiced by Elijah Wood. Cool. Okay. Okay. I'll That's watch it. Excellent. We need more TV to watch. We do need more TV to watch. We've and there's only going to be less because the strike. <laughs> Get that money. Get that fair pay. Yeah, now that there's I a am... strike, we'll be able to catch up on all TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every show. <laughs> we actually need the strike to last <laughs> for a full 12 to 24 months. like. <laughs> So that you don't die with this TV not on your to-do list. <laughs> it was through that to-do list. <laughs> um, this movie also stars Viggo Mortensen, who is the eponymous <laughs> king who returns, uh, who also Whoa, is alert. known for being the sexual awakening of a number of people uh, of our generation. Uh, Ian McClellan, uh, Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen, I mispronounced that funnily, uh, Magneto, that's where I know him from, Magneto in uh, the X-Men movies. As he's, he's also a phenomenal uh, Shakespearean actor and a lot of other great things, but I'm just trying to go for what our people know. Orlando Bloom, pretty Ow! much. The- <laughs> <laughs> Ow! It, you're, you're one or the other, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the Morton Center, the, the, the Orlando Bloom. I was the Orlando Bloom until, I don't know, college and then <laughs> then you're like oh that's you wanted a real the pretty man. boy and yeah. then yeah you wanted the real man after okay okay yeah, yes yeah um sean astin who plays yeah. bob <laughs> he's bob from oh. stranger things oh, from yes stranger things yes <laughs> he's also very famous for rooney uh rudy and goonies yes yes yeah. rudy um i was gonna say he plays uh samwise gemji not Bilbo Baggins. That will come up later, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ian Holmes Uh-oh. plays uh, Bilbo Baggins, and he yeah. also was, I know him from The Fifth Element. Did you guys ever see The Fifth Element? Yes, dude. What yes. a psycho movie. That movie is something. Multipass. 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 <laughs> um, and then the last but not least uh, that I will specifically mention is John Reese davies um, yeah. you know, who is known from uh, Indiana Jones, and you would know him from The Princess Diaries. Too. Oh yes. Which we also what? watched oh, he the was same the bad, week. The bad he's uncle. The, he's the bad guy. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. He's the bad guy in that one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who does he play in this one? He plays Gimli, the dwarf. Okay. The guy who's always <laughs> fighting and competing alongside Orlando Bloom. Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. There yes, you yes, go. Yes, yes, got it. Yes, got it. Yes, 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 um, yes. I would like to point out there are no women on this list. I was going to point that out as well, <laughs> and I would defend myself in that I think it's because there are no solid female characters, unfortunately, minus Liv, <clears throat> Liv Tyler, Tyler, who I knew I would always remember, but she doesn't give it anything to do, and I think I have not read the books, but I understand that perhaps those characters are also not given much to do in the books. Uh, or not in it at all. <laughs> Damn, J.R.R. Uh, so, yeah. 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 It's, That's a problem. It's the, it's the biggest glaring flaw in the movie. Not it's in lack like, of absolute diversity in any way. Oh, I had a hardcore like, note about that. Uh-huh. We have a, a whole magical world where you can create anybody and they're all white dudes. White. Yeah. Actually, maybe yeah. this is not... Ugh. It's actually worse because there are people of color in it, but they're all people who const- they have masks on the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. And I felt a little and they're also about- the bad guy. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like the the witch guy. Yes, yeah. The dragon riding guy, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, we. I'm sure we can get deeper into that because we definitely also like noticed that about halfway through the movie, and then we're like, 
holy shit, yeah. Uh, and I'm almost offended at myself for not having made bigger note of it sooner because it is glaringly obvious. Even yeah, there are 7 bad. million armies in this movie. Why are they not different colors in the armies, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, the sad thing you realize that people just like, well, I should say privileged white people like myself were just not noticing 20 years ago. Well, you know? yeah, no. back in the day, I don't think people were even talking about it, you know. But with that. Um, <laughs> this is such a dark podcast episode. <laughs> I say we get to Danny's Dingles so we can get oh. to the larger conversation with our love stories. Okay. Dingle it up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Time for Danny's Dingle. Okay, I want to preface this one by saying this is a long-ass movie, and I already forgot what it was about. Okay. (laughs) Smeagol. Deagle. One ring. Murder? Bilbo and Frodo on the way home. Oh, no, no. Sam and Frodo are on their way home. A dragon? Is there a dragon? Smeagol? Nasty. <laughs> what is this glowing ball? A burning tree? An evil white? Gandor. Bromir. Aragon. <laughs> Witch King. <laughs> Did I say Mordor? You had not said Mordor yet, no. <laughs> A spider? Oh my god. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Smeagol is a little rat. The sandwiches? Rude. Frodo? Sucks. <laughs> uh, Army of the Dead? How fight? Uh, Frodo always be dying. <laughs> Mad Max on elephants? Yes! <laughs> I am no man. Oh, there was a woman in it. Yes. Uh, hashtag cancel Frodo. <laughs> 30 more minutes? (laughs) What the fuck? 73 endings. Frodo leaves. (laughs) Ding. Yay. (laughs) And you you didn't even talk about the title. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mention mostly anyone. Literally. Except for Frodo. He got a mispronunciation of his name. That was it. (laughs) I love that Frodo sucks and Frodo always be dying basically sums up <laughs> yeah. okay. the entire lore of Lord of the Rings. I hate Frodo, I've decided. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Frodo sucks. He is the He's absolute the worst. worst in this particular film. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have some some notes on that. <laughs> Surprisingly, he didn't get nominated for Best Actor? Um. Well, I wasn't even about that. No, at <laughs> least that's not what my notes were. Well, uh, so that's Danny's dingle. Uh, that might be the least informative and <laughs> close to the actual points of the movie. It's a, a long movie. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> um, that was fantastic. Danielle, unsurprising everyone, quickly give us your love story with this movie. Okay, so this was actually the first time I've seen the whole thing where I paid attention. Every year, Nick and I, it's a new tradition on New Year's Day. Where everyone's hungover, we go to our friend's house and watch all three extended versions. Yeah, <laughs> Hobbit day. Florida. Yeah, and we eat Hobbit food and and we have uh, breakfast and second yeah. breakfast and elevensies yeah. and lunch and luncheon and supper no. and dinner. Yeah, but Nick has allowed me to only pay attention to one film at a time, <laughs> so I've never actually paid attention to the third one. Um, but I do want to say, you know, growing up, 
a 90s baby in the early 2000s. Lord of the Rings, when mm-hmm. it came out, was truly everywhere. Like, remember the yeah. McDonald's cups? Yeah, we still <laughs> have some. Yeah. And uh, my brother's hamster's, no, gerbil. His gerbil's name was Smeagol. Oh, I didn't and know I that. didn't understand. <laughs> and it's because he had one eye and half a tail. His tail fell off. And I was like, why would you call him Smeagol? But it's because Smeagol's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and he's coming apart. Smeagol's oh. nasty. Yeah. That's my story. <laughs> um. So I was friends with and amongst, and I think my brother was probably bigger into it than me because I know he read the books and I never did uh, other than The Hobbit. So, yeah, my, my love story is I'm sure I went to go see this in theaters, I think, although I don't have a specific memory, and this may have been the one where I was like, that's too long, and just waited for it to come <laughs> home. Uh, but I've enjoyed it many times since then. I have enjoyed the extended edition with friends, etc., and so forth. But we know that uh, Vinny and Tara's love story with this movie is going to be more interesting because they picked it. <laughs> but we, I have genuinely no idea what it is yet. So, please, yeah. enlighten us. What is your love I'm- story with this movie? I think we both have like childhood slash teenhood um, relationships to the movie and the, yeah. the series in general. My my um, cool teen neighbor growing up had a binder with the clear front, how you can put like pieces of paper in it. Um, she had Orlando Bloom in that binder. Mm. And I was like, wow, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. And <laughs> I think that was the beginning of like, oh, Orlando Bloom. Oh, Lord of the Rings, Orlando Bloom. Okay. And... <laughs> <laughs> like Orlando Bloom, then then you know pirates happened, and it was like yeah, Orlando Bloom can do no wrong. Yeah, I um, agree. <laughs> yeah, and then I think I didn't see the extended version until probably college or something like that. And then I got him on DVD when I moved to Chicago, and it was just kind of a comfort film, uh, <laughs> a film of exponential war <laughs> and, <laughs> and I mean, deep travesty. <laughs> I mean, all of them. The, no, the but it is like, is like a yeah. comfort series. Yeah. It, the good guys win, so that's definitely automatic. The music is beautiful. Oh. The people, it, the I mean, <laughs> you can put it on and not think about it too much. It's just know? such a good. It's like a the world building is so exciting. Yeah, I, uh, I saw. So uh, the internet is just being like really popular. Sure. In 1999, and there is a weird, uh, link that starts playing at the bottom of movie trailers to go to this website. And it's basically just like Lord of the Rings is happening. (laughs) Like it is this website where basically there's no info on it that just says like Lord of the Rings has been cast and is filming uh, and you should check it out. And I, uh, I had read the Hobbit when I was eight. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, okay, I'm going to read Lord of the Rings. And I was like 11 and (laughs) And it was so over my head, but I was like, I got this. Like, I don't understand half the words, but I got it with like, I got the storyline. Uh, and so I was really into it. And then of course, Lord of the Rings comes out and all my, so my, um, all my cousins and my brother were all within about a six year age span. Okay. Um, and I'm uh, close to the middle, a little bit towards the older side. My brother is the youngest. So there was a, you know, I think I was, my oldest cousin was probably like 13, 14 and my brother was eight or nine. And we were like, okay, we're all going to see Lord of the Rings. It also came out over Christmas. My birthday happens to be a couple days before Christmas. So it was always like a birthday celebration for me of like, we're going to go see Lord of the Rings. 
I saw each of the movies individually probably a dozen times. Oh my god! Yes. The I was obsessed, and and part of this is like right, you're hanging out with all these boys. You're just you all wish you were as cool as even yes. Frodo is. Like Frodo <laughs> is so much cooler than you, and Frodo's lame as shit. And you're like I just want to be in Frodo. this like. You're losing your mind. We're doing Lord of the Rings trivia on the internet that just came out. We're like, what is like, uh, we're like obsessed for the next decade from basically 99 when it starts happening through all my high school years. I'm obsessed. It's a big deal. My dad, I remember, comes home one day and he's just looking at me and I'm like, what? What is up? And he pulls out from behind his back the extended edition, which we had heard was happening, but we didn't have yet. He's like, I found it. It cost And we just, it's like eight o'clock at night, and we're like, fuck it, put it in. We're gonna watch this movie right now. Like, yeah, just so much like obsession with the books, obsession. I had the action figures. I win as every character every year for Halloween. Like, just absolutely obsessed with this uh and so you know like a month into dating tara when she when i am here and i see on the shelf the lord of the rings extended edition dvds i'm like are these yours <laughs> she's like yes and i'm like all right well we could get married right now like, this, is, uh, this is everything i've ever wanted in a person <laughs> uh but then so yeah i think to your point it did become a comfort thing especially during the pandemic it was a thing where we could like put it on we could watch it or we we could do other things what i think we put it on the, once to clean and i like and that, couldn't do it i like you just was sitting there like this she's like, like you gotta putting it on you gotta do stuff putting it on as background noise is a thing that is more recent because i think we were we were like we're you know it's clean day where we should put this on the back whatever and then ended up watching it yeah and during the pandemic it was more like uh like a a ritual of like we would build a blanket for and like mm. you know like Aww. get all the snacks and like this is we're like we are embarking on a what 11 and a half hour journey of <laughs> of all three extended edition dvds so we need to get you know popcorn yes. we need to get all the things yeah so it was like we did that a few times throughout the pandemic and afterward of just like you know what would heal our hearts right now <laughs> or like let's escape into this magical world and like just jump in and it's like like you're returning to the characters you know and like seeing every single time you watch the third one every single time you still feel anxious and angry at at Smeagol and when he's like gaslighting them you know like all <laughs> yes. of these things they always make you feel this yeah. these feelings every time you watch them <laughs> and it's like well, and we picked thing. this one specifically because this one we've seen together in theaters a couple of times. Mm -hmm. oh. So we went to the music box um, and saw the it was it was an all day theatrical. marathon, but we couldn't do that. We just the one that we could do was the Return of the King. And it was the theatrical cut, which was, which was so weird because so we've been watching <laughs> almost like every two months, like the extended cuts. Wow. And then we watched the theatrical cut and we were like, but isn't there a part where like this happens? <laughs> I mean, we could not. We were, felt like, like we were being tricked. There's so much. There's so much in the, okay. Of the three, I think the one that deserves the extended cut the most is the third. Yeah. Um, Because it just has, it has so much information and it's not just like here's information it's like world it's like more world building and more like it's like um, whole like five minute sequences there's missing. more miranda yeah. auto there's more <laughs> there's more like you 
a lot of the things when you watch it without the the extended cut, you're like, why, why is Miranda Otto feeling holding Fair Fairmere's hand right yes. now? Yeah, like, like, I don't understand because there's a sense. thirty second little moment where they are both angstily like looking out an archway and then they look at each other and they're like, oh. <laughs> She legit like, asked at the end. She's like, wait, isn't that the... But you yeah. said she... Yeah, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> it's missing stuff. It it's for missing. sure is missing soup. stuff. Soup! There's the no soup. soup. Oh, soup. Miranda's uh, singing. There's. It's just they cut out all of Miranda Otto's What parts, the heck? Yeah, so but to the, make matters worse is what we were talking about earlier. They cut out the, the woman. The diversity. The, the, the parts they yeah. cut. I mean, well, and part of it is like the movie makes sense without her parts because the female characters were not written to be like necessary to the plot, you know, right. besides I am no man. Yeah. But, but is that so, a moment and I'll never books? forget sorry. this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Is that a moment in the books? Yo. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I mean, because that's, yeah. that's powerful. Anyway, what were you going to say, Vinny? I'll never forget this theatrical experience because we're in a theater. It's music box, which uh, if you've never been, do yourself a favor, go see anything there, mm -hmm. but particularly go see a movie that's already been released. Because uh, people come out, they're dressed up, they'll, they'll they shout things at the screen, they do all sorts of stuff. So but there, so there's a part where Theoden, one of the kings, when he's prepping for a charge, and it's maybe the greatest charge I've ever. It's an incredible speech, but also he just screams death, and then the whole army screams death, which is maybe the scariest thing you can scream before charging another army. But he screams death. The entire theater uproariously goes death, <laughs> and they charge. And I was like, that was the coolest moment of theater experience I've ever had. It's just hundreds of people I do not know going death. <laughs> so beautiful. I love a couple that. months ago, we saw it at. Uh... It was Webster? the, yeah, it was the... Um, Regal Webster was doing the extended. The extended edition for the 20th anniversary because the movie is 20 oh, yeah. years old. Yep. Uh, and so we were like, oh, shit, I guess we have to go. And for Even for though reason, it'll start, it was like 7.30, and we were like, we're not even going to get out of this movie until midnight. You know what? Fine. <laughs> uh, we'll go. Like, for some reason, I don't know what I was thinking. We picked the front row. And oh, because it was sold, it was it was sold out. It was sold out. Yeah. So there were there two were like seats the in the front. Big, we it took was it. the big recliner seats, okay. and, oh, yeah. and so that was nice. But it was front row, and it was very like, <laughs> oh my god, like just right, a lot. right yeah. up in your face. Yeah. yeah, a lot of orc blood just. <laughs> right so, yeah. do you think in the future, if slash when you have a wedding, will Lord of the Rings be tied into that in some way? Uh, Tara yeah, said yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, like probably in some way. I think there's like probably there's like two ways that you can incorporate fan nerdy things into your wedding. And one of them is like in an obvious way. And another is like a nod to, you know, yeah. and it's like hard to you have to figure out which like what line you want to walk. Our, and either both are both are valid and sick <laughs> and awesome. Uh, our cake you have to topper. Out what the vibe is your? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our cake topper was Star Wars. It was just yeah, exactly. Said, I so, love you. I know, but like glitter. So you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's bridal if it's got glitter. Exactly. <laughs> well, and most yeah, of the way that the text was on there, most people didn't even realize there was text. Uh, especially like I think the "I love you" was more obvious and then the I know was a little more subtle and so it just looked like the silhouette of Han and Leia looked like a Aww. silhouette of you know a, a couple so yeah yeah that's really cool and that's like the subtle nod I think definitely in that way 
that. I mean, I don't think I'm going to like not wear shoes and (laughs) have the, have like Aragorn's audio clip of him singing at the end, play me into the walking down the aisle. (laughs) Although that is pretty fucking sick. I mean, Uh, now that you think about it. (laughs) Amazing. This movie yeah. is very long, but very good. The one thing I literally, I kept writing it down over and over and over again is how visually stunning this yeah. movie is. And we were just talking about how it's 20 years old too. And it legit all, like every scene that CG, even the ones that are not great, hold up better than yeah. movies that I just saw. Like yeah. I literally yeah. earlier today saw Indiana Jones. There are the new one. <laughs> moments in that movie that do not hold up as well as like Schmeagle, for example, which yeah. was like the yeah, first right. time doing it. Or, you know, the last I, time I saw a movie with a giant dragon, it does it looks more cartoony than the mm-hmm. dragons look like in this movie twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. It's so it's a testament to the way and like ugh, this is gonna get like so nerdy and douchey, but Love like nerdy uh, but and douchey. I, but yeah, nerdy and douchey. They. <laughs> I mean, so they made all three movies at the same time. When I learned that, that blew my mind. (laughs) Yeah. And it took them two years. Uh Like, filming Filming. for a year and then pre and post, like, a whole other year. And then post-production, obviously, for the latter two movies, even longer. So it's it's such a good blend of visual and practical effects. Yes. And we, I think because we don't take the time to make movies like that anymore, which is for a myriad of reasons. But I think we're, we, we really don't do that in that way anymore yeah. mm-hmm. as a, we really, and so sometimes I think, and that's why I think it holds up is because they took the time to look at the CG and, and mirror it with the practical rather than like, we got to turn this thing out in four months. <laughs> it just has to get done, whether it looks great or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, because every time I watch it, I'm like, how is this movie this old? And at like not at a good CG time. If yeah. you watch other movies <laughs> yeah. from the late 90s, yeah. early 2000s, like we like that Mortal Kombat movie, the old one, like is terrible CG. I think and even the like, Matrix you... might have come out like a 2004, like the, the third one. The, the the third one. Yeah. Like around the same time. And it's awful. Not awful. great. Like, <laughs> so... It's so weird and i think it's just because they they were like you know what we're gonna do it we're gonna take however long we need and we're gonna make it happen yeah do it right they did do it right if they won all those awards and i was gonna a lot of them were for costuming and visual effects and editing i wrote that i actually know the guy that won the he was on the sound team really uh i used to do improv with him (laughs) no shit yeah like and it was not like extensively. I wouldn't. We're not like best friends or anything. But like we did improv. Uh, we did a couple of shows together, and it was like, oh, share a fun fact. And he was like, I have won an Academy Award for sound for Lord of the Rings. That's I was amazing. Like, what the fuck, dude? See, yeah, improv gets you places. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's um, the I hosted. I hosted a, a comedy sports game with the four hobbits at at yes! Expo last year. Because of improv. <laughs> Wait. She met all four the of them. Actor, you, hold on. Wait. Stop. You met Frodo? Yeah. yeah. Did you tell me sucks? <laughs> no. He was actually so nice. He was, <laughs> he was probably the nicest one, I think. And yeah. he looks exactly the, the same, the right? Least, the least nice person there was Sean Astin, but no. I think it was because he had COVID and he oh. didn't know until literally that 
that night he like posted he's like I'm so sorry Instagram I have COVID I can't nice. be here for the rest of the he's like yeah he was probably completely exhausted but oh my god that's so and by cool. least nice I mean he didn't shake my hand which in <laughs> retrospect <Yeah. laughs> so thank you Sean for not shaking my hand amazing that's so cool that is very cool um yeah I, I wrote a note that it's been very exciting that's amazing <laughs> They always make it look like when Gandalf was on screen, he's always glowing. Yeah, like, it's just like mm-hmm. visually yeah. beautiful. And it's well, but I think a it's lot. The light of the Eldar. And I think they did a lot of. I could be wrong, but I I think nowadays they would just do all of that in post. They like basically wouldn't bother. They would do a filter on it, and I'm sure they yeah. use some filters and some VFX. But I think to Vinny's point, they also probably on the day, like Peter Jackson is enough of a fan. He was going into it being like he has to always look like he's lit because he's got the light of the Eldar. You know what I mean? And so he, they, I'm sure they played with the lighting on the day. Yeah. I have an sure. actual question. All sorts of stuff like that. Like, oh, Go ahead, Danny. This is probably dumb because I don't know a lot of things. Like I did think the Martian, is that what it's called? Was based on a true story. So I have a lot of dumb questions about film. Um, do you think that all of the, because it looks so real, like, were all the armies... Like, how, how many people do you think they cast as extras to have this is a armies? This is a big thing. This, this is, is like a big, a, big a fun trivia fact. Tell us. About Lord of the Rings. They did cast a lot of... And, uh, like, it was all local people. Like, a lot, a lot of extras for army. But they used digital... Like, the, the first software that was developed to create, like, basically cloning of people. The software that they used first in uh, A Bug's Life and... Um, uh, rescuers down under, which basically allowed them to create crowd scenes uh-huh. by taking a, a, a an animated thing and redoing it. So what they did was they they took a real army of a couple hundred people and they were able to using the CGI rearrange them and make slight tweaks to their look so that it looks like a fully fleshed out army, but it's just the same couple hundred people rotated in yeah. a bunch of different ways. Um, so, so cool. uh, yes, so they're using the real image, the, you know, the, the actual armor that these people are wearing with the actual swords and the helmets and all that, and the real human being that's either in the orc makeup or in there, but then they're multiplied it by a bajillion to make these sweeping, you know, hundred thousand people <laughs> army. Yeah. hundred, <laughs> hundreds of people in general is a lot to have as extras. Yeah. So yeah. There's a lot of costumes and a lot of horses and a lot of like. Yeah, there's I'm, a which um oh was Helm's Deep in the second one yeah the second one yeah. in in the second film there's a big battle called the Battle of Helm's Deep and the it's like pouring rain it took like a weeks to film every single extra and every single actor who was in that scene yeah. got a shirt from the production company that says or from probably Peter Jackson that says I survived Helm's Deep. <laughs> And it's like, it's so, That's it was like a 30 day shoot oh and they had to every time. Cause it was raining. So they had to, it was like, okay, we're just in a fake rain all night. It was a night only shoot. Cause it all takes place at night. It was yeah. just a, a miserable experience. I'm sure. But man, yeah. does it look cool? Yeah. You can tell they're very committed to making this movie. Like you said, Tara, like a world. It's not just like, here's yeah. a story. It's here's a world yeah. that's in it. I will say the story <laughs> Is this one is just war? <laughs> it is just a lot of battles. Yeah, that, I mean, so this is another extended edition thing. Is 
the a lot of the things that are cut that are in the extended edition are Arwen moments. It's I mean, it's not just the women, but it's also like here's the story behind what's going on with um like Mary and Pippin at the at you know, here's what's going on with like this couple, here's what's going on with this couple, here's what's going on in the behind the scenes of this. So I think it's like little bits of story that are only important to the nerds and not necessarily to the main plot line. <laughs> yeah. So it occurs to me too, uh, this is a great segue. Have either of you seen Lawrence of Arabia? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So Lawrence yes. of Arabia. Yes, the yes, 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 yes. There you go. So Lawrence <laughs> of Arabia is also like, it was a stunning movie. It won a lot of stuff for visual effects. Um, but I have had it, had had it on my list for years as one that was like sort of, mo- you know, movie buff got to see it sometime. When I, yeah. It was one of the first movies that ever, like, it straight up in the middle of the movie has an intermission. Like, it, like a curtain comes down for the film and is like, this is the intermission because it's, like, four-plus yeah. hours long. It's a very long movie. I think it's four, four hours and, like, 15 minutes or something. I was going to say, I think really it's the long. length of the extended yeah. cut, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, But when I watched it, I remember being able to watch it and I'm, like, respecting what's happening and the visuals and the feats that are being accomplished but for me not having been someone who was alive when the movie came out uh i do not have any sort of nostalgia for it i do not have any sort of personal attachment or story like we all well three out of four of us do um which gets to the point that i'm making danielle was watching and it's just kind of like she's able to i think respect all of the things we're talking about but then is like not emotionally attached to anything that's going on but i've had conversations with people we talk about Lawrence Arabia as being emotionally attached. And it's like, it's this deeply, you know, symbolic, beautiful movie. The other thing that I think is a similarity is that is talking about a conflict in war that therefore there's a lot of war scenes. There's a lot of battle that happens. Mm-hmm. And you, without knowing the history, you're kind of watching this just sort of being like, okay, what's going on? I don't understand what's mm-hmm. taking yeah. place. Who's who, who's on what side? Like Why is this so them, significant? And then they fight them and then they join and they fight them. And <laughs> return of the King is very much yeah. the same thing. And you, and then without... the King is here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting from a, good for him. <laughs> from a story standpoint, it, it's very weak without the other two coming before it. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, but it's, it's so much payoff and there's no like setup, um, which may, I think makes it hard as a standalone mm-hmm. to watch. Cause you're like, where's like, but what is the, why should I care? Yeah. Before and it I- is the one there's no like, cause like in the first one, like Frodo kind of always is meh, but at least he's less meh at the beginning of the story and yeah. he just slowly descends through it uh, because of the ring because yada, yada. of the ring. don't come for yeah. me nerds mm. uh but like <laughs> in this in this one particularly he kind of sucks the sucks whole so time bad. and that is uh, to not have the history of like seeing him descend it, you're just like why the fuck do i care about this guy yeah, he's the for worst sure. For sure. before we started nick paused it and he's like okay do you remember this now, do you remember this? And he, like, set yeah. up all the characters for me because I have watched the movies. I just forgot most of them. But you gave me the main points, which brought me into that world. But, again, I don't remember yeah. Frodo sucking as bad as he did in this one. Well, so, for one thing, yes, he does suck more in this one. Uh, I think you're right, Vinny, about, like, the descent. I think the point about the ring and the ring being the cause of that is a big crux and is part of the arc yeah. of this movie, which is why you start, the whole movie starts with Smeagol. 
And this yeah. is the first, you're seeing what Gollum once was. He was a normal person and he seems all happy and he's smiley with his, I don't know if it's his brother or his friend. I never quite or his, remember his tracking. Boyfriend. Dear friends. Okay. Oh. Uh, Deagle. They're, 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 and then like they go from we're buddies to I'm ready to kill you in seconds. It's dark. Seconds. And then, yeah, and then he, obviously, you know, he eventually becomes Gollum. So it's like that idea of you're watching, they show you Gollum's descent so that you can see that that's what's happening to Frodo. But, okay, I have, I've been like waiting for this moment. All right. So I have layered uh, explanations for why I think it's okay that Frodo, as you all put it, kind of sucks. All right. So for one thing, remember, he is the point of view character for the audience. So in some ways, it's actually better if he's very bland because he is supposed to be able for you to imbue yourself into that character, no matter who you are. So if there's too much that would conflict with that of, uh, you know, strong character beats and they don't attach with you, then it'd be harder for you to do that Two, there. It is all about this whole story is I think about like the defeating of evil and specifically Frodo and Sam's journey is about having to carry the burdens of our lives and that oftentimes they're burdens that we don't necessarily choose to carry. Um, mm. But we have them. And I, there's just the, I cry every time I see the line where Sam says, I cannot carry you, Mr. Frodo. Or sorry, I cannot carry the ring, Mr. Frodo, but I can carry you. And then just lump, lump someone on his, And yeah. I, mean, I, get, I get weepy just thinking about it because it's yeah. the power of realizing that we as people on this earth do not have to carry those heavy burdens ourselves. And it is in fact, our friends that help us get through that uh, literally and figuratively. So. Wow. That's deep. For sure. <laughs> I right. mean, truly like, <laughs> like Frodo has this internal thing that's going on that you like, we see a little bit with like, okay, the scarring on his chest and like, obviously he's very sad and he's, and, and when he and, and Sam are talking about like, like, let's talk about the the happy times. Like, can we remember the happy times? Like, he can't. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just yeah. in a really deep, dark pit of, of sadness. And he's got this friend who's here trying to have his back, and he can't see that. Mm-hmm. And, like, when, you know, the negative mm-hmm. thought of Smeagol is there and is like, he's not even your friend. He's actually against you. Like, that's something that happens when you're in a deep, dark pit. Like, yes. And that Sam was you know, lucky enough to see the Lembus bread and, and realize that, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm still here for him. Like, we got to go up and help. Like, it's all a metaphor because J.R. Token and C.S. Lewis and who's the other contemporary who they were sending oh, letters to each yeah, other. Oh, yeah, the third guy. Um, the third guy. The third guy. They were all uh, in the war, the great war together. And all the things that they wrote are very much like them working through yes. the wars <laughs> oh. and like so like c.s lewis i thought they were more um religious allegory kind of thing they are c.s lewis, lewis is comes at it from allegory. a much he's more, just like yeah he processed his things through jesus yeah um yeah <laughs> and and good for him um and, and still, i mean there's definitely religious allegory in in this movie the and yeah. in these books specifically <laughs> But yeah, there's a big, uh, and Tolkien talks about it a lot about how like the the ring is really the like the war. It's the like there's no there's no end in sight. There's no way out. There's seemingly hopelessness of this evil, and the evil isn't really anyone in particular because this is World War One. It's not anyone 
specific. It's a just malaise of like everyone's bad, everything's bad. Yeah. Interesting. What are we who, doing? who knew that humanity could go so far as to have a war against each other at, at this scale? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who knew that so many people could die? Yeah. <laughs> was kind of, yeah. So, because well, at the time it was, they, 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 you know, yeah, they called it the war, the great war, the war to end yeah. all wars, because we're talking yeah. World War One here, and right. people were like, "There's yeah. no way we would ever do this again," because yeah. <laughs> oh, the depths of human depravity. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Dang. but, but, yeah, alas, we still get this like amazing, like joy. We have the the um, the like the journey of our king who. What, from the previous movies, like, is somebody who had to eschew his destiny and couldn't claim it. And, like, was it whether he believed, didn't believe in him, whether he didn't believe in himself or, or it was, like, all the compounded factors of, like, you can't come be the king right now because of okay. this, this, and this. Like, yeah. all of that and all of these things that went wrong. And in the end, he's the king. <laughs> and all of our favorites survived and <laughs> yeah it is it's an interesting arc too because like no one no one dies right <laughs> like yeah, as opposed to like in other parts of the series people die but as I, it feels like a little bit of a tilt on the head of the typical third part of the trilogy where it's usually like a bit Everyone of a bloodbath yeah. we're gonna lose yeah it, but like four of the main characters are gonna die mm -hmm. right and instead it's like oh no everyone Lips. Except for Theoden and Vormir. Yeah, yeah, characters that yeah. like are, <laughs> are that yeah, like have death sort of built into their arc, but it's not just like uh, there's not a like oh we're gonna kill people to experience the loss. It's mm -hmm. like the loss is felt and those emotions are still felt yeah. without killing off exceptional characters. Yeah. yeah, they killed the what's the bad dad's name? Uh, the steward, steward of Gondor. Oh, Denethor. Oh, yes, Denethor. But I mean, that I dude needs to die. I guess. <laughs> If that you was, think Frodo sucks, yeah, sorry that, about that. That was despicable. <laughs> He's like, hello, your son's alive. Eh, just burn him. It's fine. Just burn him. Oh, my God. What the hell? Yeah, he's terrible. He's the worst. Yeah. He oh, is. Is, is the um the scene where Boromir goes to, or uh, Faramir goes to ask if he was, if he'd prefer for him to die? Mm -hmm. it's, in the, it's in the theatrical because okay. yeah. we watched it. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. rough. Because <laughs> I like had to rewinded it for a second because i think i can't remember i was like did you hear what you, he just said and you're like what no yeah. what and so i was like because this is kind of this is kind of some brutal shit that yeah. just took place <laughs> it is rough Poor yeah. guy. and the whole like chewing of the meats like you don't need oh. to see the actual like gnarly battle because he's doing the gnarly battle right now with that tomato like <laughs> that is I, nasty. The <laughs> I had another note in here that said that scene is like the godfather uh, oh so, yeah like so because and danielle's not seen the godfather that's long been on our list but um <laughs> i know uh, so but like there's the beautiful scene of the baptism and then there's just like cleaning house and, and it's this gorgeous juxtaposition of the editing of back and forth between this like mm -hmm. one very innocuous scene and horrific things happening and then it's set to beautiful music and that is exactly what this was too is it was just yes. like you know oh this thing's happening over here and it's metaphorically symbolic of this thing that's happening oh it's just mwah. i <sighs> think maybe this is gonna sound shocking to all of you maybe i would have wanted to watch the extended version because i would rather see like character development and things like that than me mm. personally than battles yeah fair because yeah. those battles are 
long. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you guys doing right now? You want to pop in? These- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's go no. the extended now. Yeah. Um, well, also, I know. Go ahead, Tara. I haven't read the books, but I heard that the um, the battle writing is very poor. Oh, he's not a good that I which is which is a big uh, butting of heads for like Tolkien purists who saw the movies and were like, what the f- is this? Like his battle writing isn't it's very quick and metaphorical. Yeah, and... I remember reading one that was like uh, such and such happened. And then um, the battle of the battle of whatever happened. And then this happened. <laughs> like it was just like, <laughs> like I'm a sure it was a little sentence. bit more flowery, flowery language, but a whole battle that was like a major battle was a sentence. They they like avoid battles pretty well in the book. It'll be like they came upon Aragorn, who had clearly killed a bunch of people, and they're like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "All right, we got to move <laughs> on." And it's like, what? <laughs> like what? We don't get to see any of it. It's just like, oh yeah, he killed a bunch of people. Let's go. Like. So that's Peter Jackson. Yeah, I mean, that's... He brought the battles. Yeah. Really well, I wonder if that him. also is something to say about Jorah Tolkien, uh, and that, as we were saying, he's working through his trauma of the war. Maybe he didn't yeah. particularly yeah. want to relive and rewrite a yeah. bunch no, of No, I think totally. <laughs> yeah. The one battle I like, or army that I like, are the dead people. That was cool. Yeah. Which, that <laughs> also cool. still holds up. The fact that it's like you see through them, but then they seem like they're corporeal enough to have interacted... Like, right. I just was shocked at how much that held up. Yeah, it was really Me good. Too. I also it's just want to say this note that I have before I forget. Elrond has a seven head. My God, that man's forehead <laughs> is huge. Yeah. Big forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I legit didn't understand what it's you meant by important. a seven head at first. I was like, what? He has seven heads? Biggest forehead What's... I ever did see. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's that wig placement, baby. <laughs> I um, think he actually looks like that because isn't he red Red. He, he is Red Skull. Red Skull. I was gonna say Red Skull. Yeah, ah, you had that. Name. I'm, I'm He's also in the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. He's a funny looking Mr. dude. Mr. Anderson. Um. Also, this movie I can't remember all the other ones, but this one needs more Orlando Bloom. <laughs> Honestly, he's not in it enough, and he's very yeah. hot. This one is one. It, it, I and I think this is why I didn't get nominated for any. Uh, well, there's some strategy, I guess. I've read. I read Sean Astin's book and. He talks about how they they were making pitches for certain people to get nominated for the acting awards, uh, but they didn't think they were very strong for this one specifically because it's such an ensemble piece. Mm -hmm. It was hard to categorize people as lead versus supporting Mm -hmm. and to think that they were going to actually to push for that and to make a big Oscars push when they weren't sure that was going to win. Because in the first, in the fellowship... Yeah, there's a lot uh, of there are a few of them. I think I think Elijah, Sean, and Ian McKellen all were nominated and did not win in the first movie. And so I think they kind of were like, oh, maybe we should do some. But I guess so they sort of strategized against it. But I also think in this one specifically, it's really there are so many storylines that are so complexly tied. It's mm-hmm. really hard to say like who is doing superb acting in this because it's all sort of building off of each other as opposed to like okay this person is a standout in this role doing this thing i disagree Uh, with them i think sam sean astin is the best actor in this i would agree with that it's it's he talks about it a lot there was a big the producers really wanted 
uh, Sean Astin to win Best Supporting Actor. They and that's what I was going to say, push. but what do you give him, supporting or not? Where supporting, I think, yeah. yeah. He and acts they wanted to more make than Frodo push. does in this. He's but... the hero of literally everything. He gets him yeah. up there enough to get rid of the ring. Yeah. 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 But then I'm sure people would have fought back against it and been like, yeah, is he is he truly a lead versus mm. is he supporting? Um, then he gets right. murdered in Stranger Things. Like, what a sad... Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, have you seen Stranger Things? Not the first episode that happens. No, it's the <laughs> like second third season, season or something. I was gonna say later on. So, oops. Yikes. Um, spoiler alert <laughs> insert this before we talk about it we do yeah, want to probably get towards the end here so do we want to talk about the uh 30 minutes more what the fuck <laughs> because even i wrote a note like there's still just too many endings and i think that it is plagued not only by the fact that they have multiple endings because i think there's so many intersecting storylines yeah that they yeah. want each of them to have their own then the come together endings at the very end Yep. But on top of that, they make the choice in the editing to have a lot of like, here's the moment, fade to black, yes. fade back into next yes. one. And if, if you'd have had it's a hard very cut, weird. just yeah, have a hard yeah. cut, then I'm not like expecting it to be the end of the movie yeah. every time. <laughs> when it's, they, the one that is egregious to me is the one where it's not an ending, but they treat it like one. So the ring gets destroyed. They're laying on the rocks. Yes. The army gets destroyed. And then it, and it cuts to Frodo and Sam, and they're just like, well, I guess we're going to die here. Mm -hmm. And then it fades to black. And I'm like, whoa, zero storylines yeah. have been wrapped up yeah. in this, <laughs> this can Why did you make this as if it were an ending when literally it cannot be? I know. Not a, even if one storyline had been wrapped up and you fade to black, I'd be like, okay. But not, we don't know what's happening with any of the characters right now. Yes. You can't call this an end. But in love with movies. da 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 like tries to be like and that's the end and then it's, it's like so rough just gotcha kidding. eagles, eagles. <laughs> yeah. yeah enter eagles yeah i do think there were i put 73 endings but i do think there are four or five uh, there's at least a half a dozen yeah there's that there's one the eagles ending there's the the, the mary Frodo wakes, Frodo up, wakes in the bed. up in the bed. Frodo, oh, yeah. oh, yes. And Frodo they're all there. I forgot about Frodo There's the, the like, end of the crowning and, like, you bow to no one. Then yeah. there's, there's they the, get back to Hobbiton. They get back, yeah, and they, they cheers. Uh-huh, and, uh -huh. and then they... Get married. Uh, Sam gets the, married. The actual ending. Oh, yeah, Sam gets Sam married. Sam gets married. That's an ending. Which feels yeah. like its own separate thing. Seven? Told Seven you. Ending. But I think part of it is, like, this is wrapping up a whole universe, and not just this book or yeah. this... Yeah, not just the Lord of the Rings, but also the Hobbit universe. And they're like, we have to tell you what happened with uh, Bilbo. And we have to, we have to. And the elves, all the elves <laughs> have to leave because that's been a whole, yes. that's been Elrond's thing the whole time. Is like, we got to get the fuck out of here before this world go. goes to shit. <laughs> like, so we got a, like a minor subplot that needs to get yeah. wrapped up. So like the ending, 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 ending. Mm -hmm. uh, is Frodo going to, he's dying now? Like he he goes okay. to die, right? So say, this is where this, it gets good. That's not hour. even the <laughs> ending. That's not even the ending. So this is what happened. So the the lore of this, right? The elves came from another place and they came to Middle Earth. And then eventually, because elves don't die, they recognize that they need to return to that place when their job is done on Middle Earth. So uh, the a big thing that's happening throughout the series is the elves are slowly leaving. It's the that's end the, of their age. The Men people. are gonna take over and they're gonna the leave. people who ride the horses are the elves. No. The really pretty people like Orlando. No, 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 no. The people Orlando who ride Bloom's the horses are men. Oh, those are dudes. Those are horse lords. They're the, the people, 
but well, uh, so okay. like Arwen leaving and, and Elrond leaving, Galadriel leaving, all these people leaving. The people floating in the forest. Yeah. Is that cut? Always long it might hair. Be. There's a briefer moment. Yes. yes. Okay, got it. Um, so they leave. So Frodo, because he's, so Bilbo, because he had the ring for 40 years or whatever, they're going to honorarily take him with them. Because he was a ring bearer. And Frodo gets to come too. Uh, because he was a ring bearer and he also sort of has gone through this emotional arc where he doesn't feel like he can find joy in life again. He's mm-hmm. kind of too. However, the true ending of the story is so much better. Uh, so Aragorn obviously makes the choice to stay. Arwen makes the choice to stay with him. Uh, they both die natural deaths. Merry and Pippin decide to go to his funeral. They've had unnatural long life because of drinking the water they also, they die and are buried beside him. So all of them are buried together. Legolas, after this last ship has left, so Orlando Bloom, he decides, you know what? I should join my people, uh, but I don't want to go without Gimli. And Gimli is like, I'll can go with you, dude. So they get a rowboat and row out there themselves uh, to the- How to have the, I like, not heard this land. before? This is because it's in a- show it's this? In a, it's in an appendices of the books. Oh. Uh, and then, of course, so Sam lives his life. He's like the mayor of the Shire forever. <laughs> his wife dies. His kids are all settled. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go join Frodo. And he goes out there and joins Frodo and Gandalf and Legolas and Gimli who are and out there. Sam is invited because he was also a ring bearer. Yeah, mm-hmm. he bore the ring for, you know, for the set. When, when it got taken from Frodo, he carried it. So, which is a longer section in the book. It's like a couple of days, but so wow. he gets to come and, and Gimli gets to come because Legolas invited him as his guest. Oh. Uh, so half the fellowship ends up in the undying lands where you don't die. It's a heaven-esque place. And the other half uh, lives their mortal life, goes through a death cycle, and then is all buried together. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a glorious, amazing, like he gives everyone oh, a my mind. Ending. Yeah, it's it's awesome, and it's literally in the very back of Return of the King. In fact, the whole Arwen story is also in this chunk. It's not a part of the main book. That's the it is. That's Liv Tyler. He's got the Liv Tyler. Yeah, and the Arwen story is a whole other thing because of. um, It's a callback uh, to another story that he's also written. Basically, the Return of the King is about this thick, and about two thirds of it is the book, and the last third is just a bunch of like, oh, and here's all the lore that I didn't get in, but I feel like I should put in there. Wow. And it's like this ending, it's this like tale that like, oh, meanwhile, while Aragorn was doing all this stuff, also he was like in love with this elf woman. Uh, like he just puts in all this stuff that didn't really necessarily fit the arc of the story, but is in there, which they incorporate a lot of in the movies to because they can. Yeah. Uh, but that's the like- <laughs> That's why there's so many endings. Cause they're like, there's, 30 appendices. Yeah. And literally the like Mount doom happens. It's the third chapter of the second part of the book. Uh. So the ring gets destroyed in the third chapter and there are seven more chapters. Oh my God. So yeah, it's nuts. Uh, But yeah, so that's the, that's the true, true end. And so he goes to the undying lands uh, in that moment. And that's a good ending for the story of Frodo, which is Mm -hmm. really the, the story but all the other characters also get a bit of a happy ending and while living they live their lives to the fullest here and either die or decide to go to the undying lands dang the more you know (laughs) 
This is why we have people on our podcast. <laughs> it's not just us. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, read the book when I was eight and then have read it multiple times since. That's amazing. That's and fantastic. Yeah, it's a killer ending. It's very like, oh, I think again, like, it, experienced so much in this war. He was like, I just need these characters to like have good lives. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so, well, yeah. We do need to, th- this is, I, I like, I can't, my brain can't even move further past this. I have to like just. <laughs> This is also the podcast, the extended version. It is. Yeah, the extended <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I knew it was going to be a, yeah. Because there's so much in this movie. Yeah. And usually yeah. I go beginning to end. There's no way I was doing that for this yeah. one. You know? So, Nick. So our next thing is we do uh, yeah. uh, zero to five heart rating. Okay, so that's heart rating meant to be, you know, zero to five hearts is like so it's supposed to be sort of like objectively how good we think this movie is. And then okay. a would you renew your vows is often a lot of people will be revisiting a movie that maybe you haven't visited in a while. So it's like, does it still hold up? Are you still going to want to watch it again? Do you plan to have it in your future? I think we know everyone's answers, but okay. I'll go ahead. And, I was going to say that one. I think, yes, uh, I'll go ahead and start, though. I'm going to give it four point seven five out of five. Mm-hmm. It is a little too long. It is not the best examples of acting for even these actors with these specific characters for all the things we've talked about. That's the only reason it gets dinged. Otherwise, it's a near-perfect movie. And yes, uh, not only will I re- watch this movie again, I'm excited for the next time that I will watch this yeah. movie again. So. Dang. Uh, four out of five hearts. You know, I always start this by saying, I don't really like this movie. And then our guests come on and they explain more things. I'm like, damn, I do like this movie. However... Too long. <laughs> Just in general, I don't do well with long movies. Not enough Orlando Bloom. Hashtag cancel Frodo. Um, <laughs> would I renew my vows? Yeah, I don't think I have a choice since <laughs> Hobbit Day happens every year. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will pay attention to the parts next time that are in the extended cut that aren't in the theatrical cut so I yeah. can know more about I am no man. That gal, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. Queen. You can hear her sing too. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm like, is it too cheesy to give it a five out of five? I I've given a hundred so out of fives. Yeah, I was gonna say so. she's given five thousand out of five. Before, <laughs> yeah, so. I'll give a five out of five because it's such a comfort movie. For it's just so delightful and would watch again immediately, <laughs> anytime. Right after, we'll like extended cut right now. Extended <laughs> cut. I don't tempt I mean... me, Frodo. Don't tempt me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I give it four point seven five. I think uh, the the very uh, similar looking cast uh, yeah. across the board <laughs> definitely yeah. deserves deserves a ding yeah. uh, on on it being a perfect movie. Yeah. However, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, everything else is a knockout. I would absolutely renew my vows daily with this. Film. <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> Just have it running constantly really would, in the background. Yeah. We literally, uh, prior to this, we're like, we need to do another marathon. So we haven't. We haven't in a while. In like so two months, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In like a solid like two weeks, we haven't done it, so we should probably do it again. Uh. Amazing! <laughs> it's been amazing. All right. Well, before we uh, let everyone go with plugs and everything, we do have a quick little segment that we are happy to be reintroducing to our podcast. Uh, and you can make it happen yourselves again in the future, listeners. This is our love notes section where we get to uh, share five star ratings that we have on Apple or Spotify. So if you do Aww. that, you end up getting yourself onto our love notes section. This comes from Link 22. My husband and I love the movies 
Cheese, and this show inspired us to add fun date nights, weekly check-ins, and grow, quote, closer through science with the 36 questions. Earlier listeners will know we used to do a segment of the 36 questions getting closer to each other uh, from a research study. But we ran out. (laughs) (laughs) We had 36 episodes. Uh, It's been fun to hear about the love part and then hear refreshing perspectives on movies that I might not have otherwise thought of. Danny and Nick have a great chemistry and make me chuckle and feel included with the thought-provoking discussions. I love that you fist pump to the make me chuckle. <laughs> if I can make a person laugh, that's all I care about. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Link22, thank you so much for your kind review. If you listeners want to uh, hear your own thoughts about our uh, show uh, on the air, please go ahead and leave us a five-star review, and I promise it will be let, read in a future episode. All right. Okay. With that, we'll hand things over to our guests. Is there anything you would like to plug or promote, or where can our listeners find you on any social media platforms? Okay. I'm on Instagram.com at, at <laughs> Tara.Egan. I'm also at I mean, Vinny.Tangerlini. Wow. We just love dots in this household. <laughs> good luck um, spelling that. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Uh, maybe it'll be, it'll be in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes, it will. We'll link their stuff. <laughs> Um, I'm going to plug for Tara. There is a new improvised decom show that oh, she's yeah. in. So go check that out. Is beer, it beer, beer. Friday nights at IO? Yeah. Eight, yeah. Like what night of the week was it? I really live by my Friday. calendar. Now. It was Friday. It is. Great. Friday. <laughs> uh, very fun. Very fun show. All right. And so you live in Chicago. Sports as well. Yeah. yeah. Comedy sports. That's a, uh, <laughs> All of us are <laughs> related to that in some way. So. It brings yeah. everyone together. Uh, check that out. And then Nick's just always in, in the I'm crowd. I'm often there. <laughs> <laughs> often there. And you know what? It's awesome. <laughs> we can't do it without you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally no audience, no show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, All right. Well, you can follow me at Nick Loves Movies, N-I-C-L-U-V Love. Uh, That's it, Nick, at Nick Loves Movies on Twitter and Instagram. Danny, where can they find you? Uh, At Danny Miami 4. And you can follow us as a podcast at In the Letter N, Love with Movies, all spelled out, at In Love with Movies on uh, Threads. Wow. (laughs) We have Threads. We're on Threads now. Uh, Hive. Start there. Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Uh, so go find us, follow us, and see more of what we're doing. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I love you, Danny. I love you, Nick. And, and we, we love, love you, Vinny and Tara. Goodbye. Bye. We did it. Bye. We should put some Lord of the Rings music here. Dun, 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 dun. We should do um, seven more endings. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! I actually legitimately like that. Let's just do three more takes. <laughs> uh, oh, she lost her headphones thank on that you, one. Thank you both so much for having us. It was such, um, such an honor to be here, and we love you. We love you. We're gonna go to the Undying Lands now. Uh, <laughs> this episode sucked. That's one ending. <laughs> that's that's the ending. Hashtag cancel Frodo. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> I cannot wait to edit that to be multiple. Oh, things. my God. <laughs>